Welcome to the Demand More podcast. My name is Sam and I truly believe that everyone can take ownership of their mind, body and life so that they can live with more power, purpose and presence. I help career-driven men torch 15 pounds plus of body fat and keep it off without impacting their work, social life or family. Yo, and welcome to the Demand More podcast. So, as you know, my name is Sam. I hope you are well and this finds you well too. So, what I realised is I haven't really gone through my story that much on this podcast, mainly because, well, I don't really know actually, really don't know. But what I want to do is kind of talk a little bit about my story, I guess, mostly in mind, body and sort of lifestyle. But basically, before I went to university, I was actually quite skinny. It was something that I always wanted to change. Like, I actually genuinely wanted to be, you know, bigger muscle, you know, have have more muscle, uh, you know, be stronger and that sort of stuff. I I just ate a lot, as, as we all can when we're younger, and, you know, never put weight on. But then, of course, university happens, and it's funny every time I tell this story because... Everyone always laughs at that point, uh, knowing exactly if you have been to university, what tends to happen. And, you know, I was doing a fair amount of exercise through university, mostly rowing. I say a fair amount. I mean, that's probably exaggerating. Uh, I was definitely exercising uh, my, you know, arm muscles with uh, downing pints and stuff. Um, but of course, all the alcohol, all the pizza, you know, all the takeaways, all the sweets, all the chocolate, of course, eventually ended up catching up with me as uh, shocking as that is. And so I end up putting, you know, a good few stone on. Now, then kind of post-university, look, just as a little caveat to that, I, I actually bought a gym membership in Freshers' Fair because it's something that, you know, I wanted to do. I grew up in a small village in Northumberland and there wasn't a gym there. You know, the, the nearest gym would have been sort of uh, 10 miles away and you know, it's when you don't drive, it's not something that's easily accessible. Um, Obviously, I started driving at 17. But still, you know, it was one of those things that I just never really started. I was actually quite fearful of starting starting the gym and joining the gym. Um, And I had a little multi gym at home. But you know, that was done maybe once in the week and then sacked off for the next few weeks. Um, I could never keep it up. Anyway, um, I then joined a gym because I was like, I need, I want to start going. You know, I want to build on muscle strength. And I started in Freshers' Fair at university. So that's like the first week. And it was like £19 a month. And then I never ended up going. I mean, I must, I must be able to count a handful of times on one hand. You know, one hand, I reckon I could count the amount of times I went in three years of being in university. Although I did keep paying the membership. I'm sure that's a familiar also uh, to anyone listening to this. So I then decided that I should probably use my gym membership after uni. So I did go and I remember going for like six weeks at one point and I might have got injured or something like that. And or it could have just been work and I, I sacked it off for a bit. And I was quite disappointed in myself because I had been going quite well, but it was nothing new. You know, I'd been going through this cycle for years. I tried to lose weight by uh, using fat burners, both you know, ones that you can buy in the store and not. Uh, I tried, you know, eating basically nothing. Uh, You know, all these things, of course, worked. And I dieted down for holidays. I remember specifically this one holiday that I 
knew I wanted to die at Danfor. I uh, basically left it too late in the end. So I was like four weeks away, maybe three. And so I just absolutely cut everything out, um, dieted loads. You know, lost a fair amount of weight, but I remember looking, you know, sunburnt, of course, in the, in the mirror on holiday in the hotel and just thinking like, I still am not in any shape that I want to be in and still feeling crap about my body. You know, it just, it gave me no confidence taking my top off on the beach, you know, feeling good in my own skin, feeling good in my clothes even, you know, that was one big thing for me working in a clothes store back then. I just didn't feel comfortable in my clothes and I was constantly like, you know, trying to figure out the best ways they looked on me and, you know, um, having to kind of model these clothes, I didn't really feel like, you know, I kind of, I didn't feel good in them, of course. And look, I tried many different things to lose weight. Uh, I ended up then hitting the gym quite regularly, but basically thought to look sort of like uh, Chris Hemsworth or The Rock or anything like that. I needed to eat a lot more. So, I mean, again, there's loads of conflicting information out there. So I started, you know, I was eating quite a bit and I gained even more weight. Now, of course, some of that was muscle, 100%. But I did gain quite a lot of weight. I ended up being about 16, 16 and a half stone. And then that kind of, just again, you know, it made, although I was big, like I knew that I was still what not happy in, in my clothes, you know. I had no definition in in my body. Uh, I, I still had all those same feelings that I had prior to going to the gym for a few years. And they hadn't disappeared because I hadn't, you know, done it properly. And then basically I, I decided to become a PT because, you know, I was really, really interested in um, gymming. And that was, I mean, as, as bad as that sounds now, luckily I have other motives for doing what I do, but it was it was pretty bad um, just to get into it. But I, I was so desperate to get out of the job that I was currently in uh, that I wanted to, you know, it was just something that I had to do. So I did it. And I, st- I learned a bit of information there and managed to, you know, lose actually a good, a good, another good amount of weight and, you know, get in, get in better shape for sure. But again, like I still wasn't happy with my body. Um, I used to also get called a bit fat when I was at the gym. Um, not like that I was, but, you know, again, it's just one of those things when you're around all these people who are in great shape, you are probably, you know, a little bit different. <clears throat> and look, this is not a sob story. But anyway, my point is I then ended up realizing that I was quite interested in nutrition. So I studied nutrition for quite a long time. And basically, well, I did a nutrition foundation course and then I did an advanced level, which took me a year and, you know, got me a nutritionist qualification. And all of that really, really helped me to, you know, take charge of my own body. I actually learned the information there that I needed to basically get in good shape which, you know, I, I pretty much did. And that's kind of it, really. Uh, over time, I've kind of changed that a little bit. You know, I've, I've lost a bit more body fat and then kept that because, you know, just the way my lifestyle is and the way I've set up my healthy habits, routines and rituals, like I don't end up putting weight back on unless it's intentional. So every time I do lose a bit of body fat, it's kind of never gets put back on. But it's one of those things that is... I had to delve deep into all these things, including mindset, including nutrition, including training, you know, and learn all these things just to be able to kind of get in the shape that I wanted to. And it's taken years and years in comparison to, you know, when I 
can apply all that knowledge to someone now and teach them in sort of 90 days time effectively to do the same thing. Now, of course, that depends on where you start from, sure. But you, you doesn't have to take that long. The thing for me is, and the biggest lesson is that I always try to go it alone. And I think men especially always try to go stuff alone. You know, we're always trying to uh, do it ourselves because then we can, you know, the ego takes credit for it and that's awesome. You know, we, we've done it ourselves. But the problem is like, it's super hard to do that. And there's very few people that can. And in the end, you know, it takes, if, even if you do, it takes years and years diff in comparison to just going out there, getting some help and, you know, applying their knowledge to your life. And, you know, of course, I've been through it also. Again, that's the whole benefit of joining a coach, for example, who has been through it and understands where you're coming from because it's it's important. You know, I know how crap it feels to, you know, not enjoy, look like the way I feel in my clothes, to not feel very confident with my top off, to, you know, feel like I'm not a role model for the people around me, to feel like, I have no energy all the time to feel like I have no healthy routine and habits. Like I know how all that feels. So I can totally relate to a lot of men when they're telling me all this about their current lives. And so, you know, something that really changed for me was of course, learning the right tools of knowledge to be able to get into shape, but not just that, to build those healthy routines and habits to then keep them for the rest of my life, you know, and it's all about building those tools of knowledge. Like, I can't stress how important that is. But you can either do it a long way or a short way, effectively. You know, the long way is go find some books that are reliable, go get on some courses that are reliable, and do it all yourself. Or you can short, you know, shortcut it by hiring someone that knows it all anyway. But anyway, my point here is that I went from being kind of skinny to overweight to feeling awful about myself in both situations, which of course never changed until I changed my mindset on that as well. Uh, of course, like, you know, don't get me wrong, dropping body fat definitely helped my confidence, you know, getting in good shape definitely helped my confidence with taking my top off, but it's not kind of the end product. Like for most people, they also have to work on a mindset issue around that too. You know, dropping body fat, getting in shape is the first step. And then looking at kind of the self-worth issues that we have, you know, around, um, money probably around uh, our social status around the material items that we have around the lifestyle that we have you know around the way we're perceived to other people all these things like generally come back down to our self-worth and that's something that I have been working on for a long time and it's something that again the reason why I say to work on the body first is because what I did and it's easier right it's easier to get into shape than it is to get into shape in mind because there's probably a lot more stories there like these things are deep rooted and 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 inside of us, like at a profound level, and we need to almost be super aware, hyper focused in in changing that. And that's not the point in this podcast, but yeah. So that's my story. And then in 2017, my on the first of January, remember it very very clearly. Clearly, uh, January January 2017, my dad rang me. I, I'm not gonna lie, I was very very hungover from the night before, but. Um, he told me that he had a brain tumor. And so he lived in Malaysia at the time. So I flew out and, uh, you know, stayed there for a couple of weeks while he had an operation to get rid of it. It was cancer. Um, obviously, sometimes they're not. And then basically, he then was okay into a little bit of rehab. The operation went well and then got diagnosed that he had another one. So he had to have an operation on that. It was quite messy, I'm not going to lie. Um, and you know 
to be honest, it was a very, very tough time for me. Like, first of all, I reacted by getting super, you know, super healthy, like making sure that that's exactly what my dad was doing too, you know, meditating and all that sort of stuff, um, which wasn't a big thing back then. And making sure that, you know, we're eating healthy, you know, we're exercising, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, um, of course, that, that all, like, as the months went on, it took its toll on me. My dad had to fly back to the UK to get plastic surgery because there was nowhere in Malaysia that could really do the extent that he needed. So um, he had to come back to the UK and yeah, so he, he had all that. And so used to visit him every week. Like I was going out every single weekend, getting absolutely smashed till probably like three, four, five a.m. Uh, to deal with my emotions, to deal with the stress of what was going on, uh, because otherwise I wasn't dealing with it in any other way, shape, or form. And then I would go visit him in hospital the next day. Uh, at the time, I lived in New York, and he was in Newcastle, so I would drive. Uh, you know, probably fairly hungover. I remember always driving back from Newcastle, like nearly falling asleep at the wheel and stuff like that. And I'd be doing that every single weekend, you know, and burning candles at both ends effectively, um, which I'm not going to lie has led to a lot of burnout in the last few years, led to a lot of um, me having to work on overcoming emotions, stress, uh, because simply it just built up inside the body. But my dad passed away 10 months after being diagnosed. And I guess my thing here is that I, it's one of the main reasons why I'm really, really passionate about helping other men, not just um, physically, but mentally as well. Because one thing that when I researched the brain, the specific brain tumor that he had, it, it says that they were very unsure at the time. I'm not sure now, but very unsure at the time what it was kind of caused by, but they thought it was lifestyle and stress factors. Now, actually, since looking at a lot of stuff, a lot of disease is through stress. And look, just, just working the body, being healthier, being in, you know, working out, having some outlets can really, really help with stress on a simple, simple level. And But that's one of the reasons why I'm really passionate because I think that, of course, there is probably always going to be some form of stress in our lives, but we, we can deal with it in a lot of better way than just kind of, you know, my dad used to smoke a lot, he used to drink, and, you know, he's never overweight, my dad, at all. But you know, he would do all that sort of stuff. And I'd, I'd probably, like, from the outside, you'd consider him to be quite a healthy guy. You know, he didn't really exercise at all, you know, but, you uh, you know, and probably didn't walk that much either with his job. You know, he had quite a high job. So, yeah, anyway, that's why I'm passionate because I think that I want to help other men, like, have the best chance at that not happening to them. And, you know, when we just let life take over and day-to-day -day grind just take over, like, we, we get... We, we almost like because we're getting away with it day to day, then it's okay. And then all of a sudden, bam, and it takes something big to happen to then change. And I think we should change before then, you know, I truly believe that every single person on this planet can take ownership of their body and mind, you know, demand more from their life so that they can inspire others to take ownership and demand more from their lives. And to do that, you know, we, all, we need to be the change, you know, we need to actually be the person to show them and role model it to everyone else. And that's why I aim to inspire everyone else to do the same. But really, like, that's why I'm passionate because I think that just through a few different tweaks in lifestyle, you know, being healthy, uh, looking at mindset stuff, upgrading your mindset, upgrading your thinking, and of course as well, like, you know, looking at other lifestyle stuff and still socializing, still having a good time, but making it sure it's balanced in life. And, you know, in the end, like people 
what's important to them, you know, what's important to a lot of people or a lot of men that I speak to is their family, uh, whether they have kids or not, you know, doesn't matter, uh, their work generally, and, you know, probably their social lives as well. And that's exactly, you know, something that's really, really, you know, and friends, you know, socialized friends, that's something that, you know, really, really is valuable to me too. But you have to understand that we need a perspective shift here because something that I see a lot, and this relates probably to, you know, my dad is that he he kept going and going and going. He was always stressed. And while he valued the other stuff, like what we also need to understand is that all that, all being able to handle our stress and emotions on a deeper level means that, and also being healthy, you know, exercising, eating good food, uh, sleeping well, you know, all those sorts of things will help us be a better version of ourselves. It'll help us to be a leader, to be a role model, and it'll give us more energy and time and bandwidth for the people closest to us, like our family, like our friends. We will be a better version for them. And they're the things that we value. Now, quite often, people like I value my kids, like people will put their kids before everything else, or people will put their work before everything else. And that is okay. Like, I'm not here to tell you to do any different, but the problem is we do it at a detriment to our own selves. And this is where it becomes an issue, right? If you're doing a detriment to your own self, eventually that will catch up with you, whether that's in one year's time, whether that's in one month's time, whether that's in 10 years' time, 20 years' time that will catch up with you, right? Whether that's, you've just got no energy left, whether that's disease, whether that's, you know, and I'm not trying to scaremonger here, but it's just inevitable. When, when we start living a healthy, like, I do not know anyone that has regretted being healthier. Like, no one. And the thing is, quite often, it's a little bit of a, we, we think we have to do endless hours of workouts. We have to eat super clean, you know. We have to avoid all social activities. Um, we have to, you know, it kind of impacts our work because we're hungry all the time, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like, it's just not true. Like, these are all just myths and stuff that you've tried before that are maybe super unsustainable. If we can build out a sustainable lifestyle to start with while you're actually dropping fat, you know, building muscle, getting strong, then you're going to keep that up because it's sustainable, Right. Anything that's sustainable means you can keep it up for long term, which means that when you actually get to the end result, you're not going to go back. But anyway, that's a little bit about the story about me, because I wanted to you guys to know me a little bit better and understand that it's I have been through a lot of this stuff and seen it firsthand. You know, whether that is just feeling uncomfortable in your own skin or whether that is, you know, disease, you know, such as what happened to my dad and I truly believe that holistic health is the way forward and that's in body, in mind, and of course in life as well. I, be- I truly believe that a lot of the issues that we are currently facing as a society can be dealt with through holistic health. And again, like I said, that could be just simply working out and eating good nutrition. You know, there's a lot of studies around nutrition and mental health that show that good nutrition helps with mental health. Like to me, that just feels like a lot of common sense mindset, you know, again, looking at how to handle stress and emotions on a more profound and deeper level than just eating and binge eating and binge drinking and gambling and doing drugs and shopping and, you know, buying material stuff. We can handle stuff on a deeper level. Now, look, this is a journey that I'm still on and probably will be for the rest of my life, but it's important that, yeah, hopefully you guys now get a better understanding of where I'm coming from and why I am so passionate about helping other 
people, specifically men, to overcome this because I know how good I feel now at 33 years old, being in the best mental and physical shape of my life, when most people my age have got families, are out of shape, they're feeling crap, and I know this because I speak to them. I, I speak to them on a daily basis, and they have just let themselves go, and they want to get back to that other person. But yeah, there's the and the thing for me is, like I'm in better shape now than I was ten years ago, uh, both mentally and physically, and so it can be done. It's never too late. And anyway, I hope that you know was useful in some way in understanding that. Yeah, and I hope uh, if you do, do resonate with that, you know, I'm always open to conversation. I'm not saying I'm not someone who's going to pressure you to into the into my program. However, uh, I'm always open for conversation and just chat if you need to about anything that I've said. Of course, like, you know, I have experience in it um, and I'm more than open if you are struggling. Just let me know because, yeah, I'm here to help. And anyway, I will see you all in the next one. Have an awesome week and speak soon.